Welcome, everyone, to episode 359 of Signals from Mars. I'm your host, Victor, and for this episode, we bring you the July albums review. We continue this series, Mr. Jeremy Weltman and myself, to go over new releases that have come out, in this case, the month of July of 2023. A lot of good music out there. We're going to help you search it out. Here we go. I'm ready. Let's do it. Yes, we all know there's a lot of good music out there. There's a lot of good new music out there is what I meant to say. So, yeah, so Jeremy and I started doing these monthly album reviews. Not so much reviews, but just touching over some of the albums that have come out and what stood out to us. We make our picks. Some weeks it's hard. Some weeks it's pretty easy. Uh, Sometimes it's harder because there's already albums that are kind of in the same vein aren't as good as previous albums that have already come out. You're going to hear that today in this episode, but ultimately you got to decide if there's something that we talk about that we thought was cool. And maybe you think is garbage. That's awesome. But go down the list, find out what of those albums have come out. What kind of sticks out to you? What bands do you know of and, and which ones do you want to check out? You know, don't be a lazy listener. Check out all the cool new music that's coming out all the time uh, because these bands work so hard on this music. At least most of them do. (laughs) And uh, and yeah, man, support the bands that you love. Check it out on streaming. If it really speaks to you, if it's something that's really cool, go pick it up. Not telling you to go to my Amazon links, even though I'm an Amazon associate and I get a small percentage. Uh, would be cool, but yeah, it just drips and drabs coming off of that. So I'm not making a lot of money. I get paid once every, maybe once a year. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, if you like something enough, go pick it up is what I'm saying. So go wherever you want to, wherever it's the most economical, whether it's a local shop that you still have around that you like frequenting and talking to the people there. That's awesome. If it's someplace online because of the convenience, that's awesome as well. Also go to signalsfromars.com to check out everything surrounding the live shows, the playbacks of the live shows and the podcast itself links to the social media and links on how to become a patron. And real quickly, I do want to give a shout out to my awesome patrons. Sean Richmond, Chris Sinzak at Despo Geek Podcast, Tony Espin in Barcelona. We have the guy behind all the graphics, at least the, the foundation of all the graphics. <laughs> it is Mr. Anthony Mackey, Mr. Ed Ferguson in Kentucky. We have Johan up in Sweden, the, the metal politician recently, but he loves talking about being a chef as well. We have Metal Dan out in California. We have Jose in Connecticut. We have Gabriel in New Jersey, the metal dentist. Gabriel. We have Mr. Yarg Metal, who was currently in Utah for a little while longer anyway. 
And we have our Mike Jones in New Jersey. We have Jeremy Weltman, who you will hear during this episode, Mr. Patron's Pick in the UK. We have the Hokinator, Twisted Steve Hoker in New Jersey. And we have Mr. Steven Saylor in Pennsylvania. Thank you guys for all of your support. You guys are awesome. If you want to chat with them, if you want to interact with them, become a patron. You can do so for as little as two bucks a month. The Patreon episodes are coming to Spotify, so look out for that, especially if you listen to this show on Spotify. And check out our merch. I get a piece of that, just a few bucks here and there. But there is new merch that has been designed that's come out since the beginning of this year. Uh, will In a month, will be 14 years of me podcasting. So if you like what I do, Throw me a bone. If you don't like what I do, that's cool too. Thanks for being here either way. All right, on with the show. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Signals from Mars. Joining me is Mr. Jeremy Weltman. Jeremy, how are you? Yeah, hi, Victor. Doing well. Yeah, it's really hot here in the UK, as, a, as I mentioned just previously. And, um, you know, we're boiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it is very hot here as well. It This this happens here in August. We usually get a one week of really bad heat last year was way too much, but hopefully it's it it's done and over with. It's supposed to rain all weekend, so yeah, same we'll here, see. unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. So uh, as promised, a few days later than what we had anticipated, but Jeremy and I are back to discuss albums that did come out in July. We're helping you guys out to invest money into new music. Check out new music on streaming services. And hopefully this means that you end up checking out some of these bands and supporting them. So real quickly, on July 7th, we've actually had a lot of releases during the month of July. On the 7th, we had new albums from Nita Strauss. Nita Strauss, excuse me. Butcher Babies released a full-length and an EP, which I'll mention in a second. The Raven Age, which features one of Steve Harris's sons, Will Haven. All for Metal. We know Steve Hoker loves that band. Lockjaw, Bloodbound, Degree, A Life Divided. Taylor Joshua Rankin. I don't know if that's three different people in one band or if that's somebody's name. Taylor Joshua Rankin. Kiki Mora. Nuclear Dudes, Snuffed on Sight, Witherscorn, Fair Schwans, Fair Schwans, uh, Fuhrer Schwans, I don't know how you pronounce that, it's German, and uh, Winteridge. EPs, like I said, Butcher Babies, Hazing Over, Putridity, K reissues from Black Sabbath, they released a Blu-ray, which is actually Paranoid in Quadraphonic Sound, Soilwork, Hatebreed and Converge, live albums from Blaze Bailey and Misery Signal, 
and compilations from Crosses, Chino Moreno of Deftones Side Project, one of them, Mortician, and Steel Bars, a tribute to Michael Bolton. So I listened to a few of these, Jeremy. What did you check out this month or this specific week on July 7th? And what is your pick for this week? Yeah, there's uh, obviously there's quite a lot of stuff this uh, this week, even though it's the summertime. Um, what a great band name, by the way, Nuclear Dudes. That's, uh, <laughs> that's a classic, isn't it? That's great. Um, but I actually checked out a few albums. I checked out the album On Frontiers by Withering Scorn. Okay. Uh, it's not the usual kind of thing on this label, but... Um, it was, you know, much heavier than they, they're normally uh, you normally get. So that was that was interesting, but it wasn't really matched with any real sort of songwriting ability. So um, it's not one that I would pick out, you know, particularly. Um, Loco Paradise by the Dust Coder was was a much better album, I thought. Um, lots of old fashioned folk, country, hard rock influences on that one. Um, it was very pleasant, uh, but you know, it didn't stand out. A great deal after playing it, you know, a couple of times. So I'm going to go with the album In Exile by the band 1476 uh, because this one, there was something really sort of strangely hypnotic about this album. So it combined lots of different elements. I thought it was fairly folky. It was doomy. Uh, there was some black metal on there, some keyboards, um, and a sort of alternative god band. And if you don't know them, they're, they're a duo from Salem in Massachusetts, um, and it all seems to work quite well. You know, it's quite laid back in parts, and overall it's very listenable. So, you know, I suggest give it a try, and uh, that's my pick of the week. All right, so I listened to a few of these albums. I got to listen to the Nita Strauss, the Butcher Babies, the Raven Age, also the Butcher Babies EP. Um, my biggest issue with all of these albums is I struggled to find one definitive pick because they were all pretty samesy throughout. I'm going to go with Anita Strauss only because I liked some of the songs, but they, they fell under sounding too alike a lot of them. You know, there's some cool guest appearances on there. Like she has Dorothy on there. She has uh, Anders from In Flame. She's got her boss, Alice Cooper, on there. And even the Alice Cooper song, I was thinking, okay, so maybe this would be a cool throwback track. Nope. It just sounds like modern radio-friendly hard rock with Alice Cooper on it. So although that's my pick, uh, it took me a hard time to – to come upon it. I, I really wanted more from this album and I kind of didn't get it. But anyway, uh, still okay an okay listen, but really nothing over the top or something that I'll probably listen to again. All right. July 14th, we have the Cavalera Brothers with Cavalera Morbid Visions, which is their we recorded the first two Sepultura albums. We have Evile, The Unknown. We have the new Edge of Paradise Hologram, Winterstorm, Houston, Scream Maker, End Rain, Lost Zone, Elaine, Robledo, Robledo, I guess in English, Robledo in Spanish, uh, Preacher, Vendetta, Sludge Keeper, Radiant Knife, Cinema Cinema, 
nuclear remains. So we went from nuclear dudes to nuclear remains. Um, makes me think of where's John Sykes and the nuclear cowboy. Uh, anyway, uh, we also have an album from End Remains, EPs from Mood Ring and uh, Inhumid, Inhumed. I guess is how you pronounce it. Four reissues from Atheist, live albums from Neil Morse, Freedom Call, and a compilation from artists doing their take on songs from Soundgarden Super Unknown. Jeremy, what is what were some of the albums that you listened to this week? Yeah, and- I mean, yeah. I listened to one or two. Um, I tried the Hologram album by Edge of Paradise. I thought it had, you know, some half-decent tunes on there. I quite liked it. But I can't say I'm a really big fan of the band, to be honest. And I may, you know, I may upset a few people there, particularly one or two of your own patrons, I think. But um, wasn't really my choice. I very much preferred The Unknown by Evile. Okay. Uh, to be, to be honest, I don't think I've really listened to much by them before, so um, it was a real sort of revelation for me. I was very struck by the opening title track. It sounded like you know Metallica Black album sort of stuff, right? And then and then you know the tracks that followed were all fairly Metallica too. So I went back and listened to some of their previous album and realized you know they tend to do that uh, quite a bit really uh hell unleashed uh, you know was a proper fast thrash track though on this and um uh i really liked you know quite a few tracks on here you know some heavy heavy stuff there was some slow stuff there was some brooding stuff some you know melodic stuff uh you know there was songs that were a little bit faster on there so it was a nice you know nice mix for me and uh, you know i think there's there's obviously room for a, a metallica type act out there i mean we've got you know we've got airborne doing acdc you've got greta van fleet doing sort of zeppelin uh you've got loads of sabbath influenced doom bands out there so why not so um yeah I, I listened to this one a few times and it was a real winner for me and it was my pick of the week all right so I listened to both of the albums you mentioned as well, the Evile and Edge of Paradise. Mm. And I think you're spot on with the Evile album. Really sounds like mid-tempo. The majority of it sounds like mid-tempo black album Metallica. And I'm not saying, you know, nothing else matters. I'm saying something like um, uh, The God That Failed, you know, where it's like a slower, like dirgy type stuff. Um my pick, though, is the Edge of Paradise album. I feel like the singles that they released are probably the weaker songs off of the album. Uh, some of the deeper cuts were actually pretty cool, and I've been a fan of theirs for a while. I have no idea why they didn't send me the promo, why I was sent zero information on this release, and I only found out about it due to their social media. It's kind of bummed out about that, but it's happened to me in the past with them and is what it is. But um, so that's my pick for July 14th. Let's see, July 21st. New albums from Greta Van Fleet, Voivod, St. Agnes, Cadaver, Outer, he- Outer Heaven, Rannoch. Missfall, uh, Winteridge, Antioch, Thunderhorse, Nathaniel 
Larquette, <laughs> Zenith Passage, Somnuri, Ageless Summoning. Do I have Outer Heavens on here twice? I believe I may. Yes, I do. MF Rucka, Ruckus. Zenith Pass is on here twice. Kieran Schwanz, which I had the previous week, I have on here as well. So one of the two has to be right. And Velvet Viper, EPs from Teeth. I guess the Velvet Viper is an EP. All right, my bad. EP is called Nothing Compares to Metal. <laughs> Jamie's Everywhere and reissues from Converge and Pelican. Compilations from Pantera, Soil, and Dismember. So, Jeremy, what did you listen to this week, and what is your pick? And they'd be right, by the way. Nothing compares to metal is absolutely true. Um, <laughs> I tried a little bit of the Thunder Horse album, but I got a bit disturbed when I was listening to it, and that was only uh, fairly recently, and then never went back to it, which was a bit of a shame. I'd forgotten. Um, I did get their first album. The, the stuff I heard on the that I actually heard on the second album was quite good, and uh, you know they were they were a pretty good band. I like them. But talking of Greta Van Fleet, well, I tried their new album. I thought it was okay. Um, I'm not a I'm not a massive fan of them, and of course they don't just sound like Zeppelin. As I mentioned, they, they even kind of rip off Zeppelin riffs and melodies in parts. I think, uh, and they also sound a bit like Rival Sons. I think as well. Right. Um, I mean, sure, they appeal in certain ways, and and there's some folky and classic rock influences on there, and that's always a you know welcome if it's done well. It's just not really my bag overall. I think I don't know. Maybe it's the singing or or what it is, but. Maybe one day I'll, I'll get into them. But I, I very much preferred the uh, melodic but down-tuned sounds of Soil with their newly okay. recorded version of their hits on Restoration. Uh, this is also another band I haven't really listened to that much before, to be honest. Um, they kind of passed me by. I can hear, you know, Clutch and Zach Wilde music in, in amongst this one. And while I, you know, I didn't like everything on it, there were, you know, there were certainly quite a few songs on there with, with nice groovy riffs that made me want to sort of turn it up. Songs like Halo and The Lesser Man are well worth hearing again, I think. And so in what I consider to be a bit of a lean week, I'm Digging soil, or should I say, I'm digging soil? <laughs> yeah, Halo's probably my favorite song by them. So for me, I got a chance to check out the Greta Van Fleet. I listened to the first song and I thought, wow, this is cool. Maybe this is the best thing they've released. And then as the album went on, I just felt it was too samesy. It was like that first song over and over again. And much like you said with rival sons, I felt I'm like, you know, rival sons is kind of doing the same thing and doing it better. So uh, I don't know for me, my pick is St. Agnes blood suckers, uh, kind of a throwback to nineties alt metal and, um, some cool melodies, some cool industrial type sounds mixed in some places. And I enjoyed a bunch of songs off of it out of everything that came out. That would be my recommendation for the 21st. So we're moving on to the 28th and the 28th had new albums from seven dust girl school, mutoid man, 
James Rivera's Metal Wave nuclear power trio. No, nuclear again. <laughs> Eve, I guess it's pronounced. Saul or Saul, some people would say. Signs of the Swarm, Electus, Street Soldier, The Glorious Dead, Sadistic Vision, The Gorge, Fabio Frizzi, uh, Telach, Voivin, and Viserion, then EPs from Dead Heat. The Advent Equation, Return to Dust, live album from Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats, and compilations from Iron Savior and Contrarian. So how about this week? Yeah, I, you know what? We should have a poll for the best band name, I think, and, and also maybe the hardest to pronounce band name oh sometime. <laughs> well, I mean, this week, I, you know, I had to check out the band I saw supporting Saxon last year and a band I remember watching on Top of the Pops in the 1980s. It's Skill School, of course, and they're back with the album WT45. What the... F- yeah, 45. There are only um, two of the original band members, band members left now. And to be honest, not much songwriting talent or progression really on this, <laughs> which is their 14th album. It's their first in eight years, though. Uh, they, they're a great band live. I, I suggest you go and see them. That You know, they're good fun. Uh, but this was very pedestrian. It's sort of unreconstructed dinosaur rock and roll, I think. it's All, all except, I'd say, for the final track, Born to Raise Hell, oh. which is the, uh, the Motorhead cover, of course. And it features Biff, it features Phil Campbell, and it even has Duff on there. Lemmy would absolutely love it, and it's definitely the only really good song on it. Uh, but but very well worth hearing that song in particular. Um, better stuff, though, from Seven Dust with Truth Killer and the band from Ashes to New with Blackout. But my pick this week is actually um, Mutants by Mutoid Man from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, this is a band that combined quite a few genres. They managed to sound quite unique because of it. Uh, they're n- not afraid to experiment, but they make sure they combine sort of efficient, speedy riffs and a nice sort of melodic quality. They really grow on you too. So um, I suggest that anyone listening to them grabs a bagel or a dough donut and grooves on the sidewalk because this is the coolest pick of the week. It's, um, it's Mutoid Man. Yeah, the Mutoid Man is really, really good. For me, it was a toss-up between that and the Seven Dust. And I think ultimately the the Mutoid Man is is what I would select as well. Uh, much for the same thing that you mentioned, it has a lot of different things going on. Uh, it isn't unlike a lot of the other albums that I talked about. It isn't samesy throughout. It's kind of different throughout the entire album. So it keeps you engaged, keeps you interested. I like the seven dust a lot too. Um, It's a continuation of what the band has done over the years. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that the mutoid man really stuck out to me a lot more than the, um, than the seven dust. So I would recommend that one as well. So there you go. 
Uh, we are obviously about 10 days into August. Any early favorites for August uh, for you, Jeremy? Anything that you've listened to that's come out this month that's kind of caught your ear? Not quite yet, but there are sort of tracks that are coming out on various things which will be released. And, um, you know, I think probably out of all of them, I'm looking forward to hearing the, the Udo album. Um, he keeps up the quality, doesn't he? And I think the you know the tracks we've heard so far have certainly been in my ballpark. You know that's the sort of thing I want to hear. So looking forward to that. The Vandenberg, also looking forward to hearing that. I'm not sure when that's out though. Um, so maybe even Udo's not out this month, but we've certainly had the singles. <laughs> so uh, I may be pressing too far ahead. You know, maybe it's a bit later in the year. I don't know. But those are some that I'm looking forward to. Haven't listened to a lot of stuff just yet for August. I was going to, planning to catch up over the weekend, and I sometimes I'll do two weeks in one. You know, if I haven't had a lot of time, so um, I'm sure there will be plenty, as there always is each month and each week, in fact. Yes, and to answer your question, "Touchdown" by UDO comes out on August 25th. Oh, there we go. So I was right. It is August. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be uh, probably a highlight of that week for me, unless um, unless I hear something else that's better. Yeah. What would and I other- would think. I would. Sorry, I would think also our friend Brad Dahl will be buying it as well because he's a massive Udo fan, isn't he? <laughs> Absolutely. What what other album did you mention that? Uh- so the other one's the Vandenberg album. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's a bit later in the year. All right. Exciting typing. So the album called Sin also drops on August 25th. Ah, there we go. So both both for August. That's interesting. So next month, we're going to have to see which which of these albums has kind of, you know, won the day for you, won the week. Yes. Yeah. Or or could we have a tie? Maybe maybe Jeremy loves both albums as much. Or it could be another album. I mean, let's face it, it's yeah. not always the big names. Sometimes it's one of the smaller bands. You dig deep, you find something that you really like, and it could well be better. So let me ask you this as well. We did the halfway show for the year. Have you started to somewhat confect in your mind a a top 10 a few albums that you think will be there at the end of the year yes i would say yeah now you're talking about it i'm so that i can hear hear the names sort of swilling around in the back of my mind and uh, yeah there's definitely three or four that will definitely be in the top 10 and one of them in particular i think is one of the best albums that's probably been released since covid Okay. And I think you know which one it is. And I'll, you know, I'll repeat it again. It's the Rival Sons album. I think it's a fantastic <laughs> album. And that will not slip out of my top 10. Yeah, very good album. So, all right. On that note, we are ending the show here. Thank you, Jeremy, for joining us once again for a recap of the albums that have, been, that have come out in, uh, in July. Getting tongue, tongue-tied here. Uh, new music is very important to both Jeremy and I. It is another reason to check out the Patreon page that I have. They aren't just silly links that I'm posting. It is new music by bands you love, new bands you may not have heard of before, bands you may have heard of but never heard anything by them. 
So check out Patreon for as little as two bucks a month. You get my BMR uh, podcast, Victor M. Ruiz podcast. You get links with videos. You get all types of interaction with different polls and questions. And you have Patreon exclusive shows where we got to have one this month. And I got to start throwing ideas out for people to see if we can make it happen later this month. In any event, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time right here on the Signals from Mars podcast. See you. Thank you for listening to the Signals from Mars podcast. You can subscribe to the show on all your favorite podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and more. Go to signalsfrommars.com for more information. This concludes our show. 